The reading is from Matthew 28, verses 11 to 15. Just to set the scene, the two Marys had met the risen Lord who told them to go to Galilee. The reading begins, while the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, you are to say, his disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you very much, Mike. Well, good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's so lovely to see you on such a beautiful day. And uh, that was a really short reading. So um, it is part of a wider story. So it might be that if you like to look at your Bible, you could have your phones and just get that up, because I'm going to be referring to um, the uh, Matthew 27 as well as Matthew 28. Um, but first, because this is an 11 a.m., I just thought we must have a quiz. So we're going to start with a quiz. Uh, and we're just going to be thinking about fake news. Is this the curse of our modern digital age? So first question, I want you to shout out whether you think it's true or fake. First one, Helric Skelric, that medieval priest is buried under the southern porch, and we're going to have to dig him out. Is that true or fake? It's fake. Thank you, Simon, for a great um, April Fool's. But of course, no one believes that at all, except Simon. Okay, next one. The Flat Earth Society says that the Earth is completely flat, and so all these space missions are completely fake. Is that true or fake? fake, but some people believe it, but not very many people believe it. How about uh, President Putin says that his special military operation is in self-defense against Ukraine's Nazis. Is that true or fake? That is fake, but millions of Russians do believe that, as does the church that peddles that lie as well. Okay, last one. Jesus didn't rise again from the dead. His disciples stole the body. Is that true or fake? Fake. Absolutely. But billions of people still don't accept the truth of Jesus' resurrection. So fake news are those um, news stories that are false. They're lies, and they're aimed to deceive, discredit, or maybe cover up the truth to evade responsibility. And so we might feel that it is the curse of our modern uh, online age. But of course, it is nothing new. So to set the scene again, it is still Easter Sunday, 
which is quite interesting because the Orthodox Church are celebrating Easter today. So last week, we were so happy, weren't we? We said, Jesus is risen, alleluia. So Matthew, so we've had the victory and the triumph, but Matthew is the only gospel writer who brings us another story for Easter Sunday of people who witnessed extraordinary, miraculous things but came to very different conclusions. So this is the murky world of religious politics. So we're going to be looking at the chief priests and the elders and the guards and then compare them to the women disciples. So the chief priests, so from Matthew 27, um, from verse 62, it looks as though these religious authorities had won. They had nailed him, nailed Jesus, to the cross, and they knew that he had died. They had eliminated the man they detested because they had concluded that it was Jesus who was the imposter the deceiver, the blasphemer. So from their learned and privileged perspective, they could not accept that Jesus really was the long-awaited Messiah. He didn't meet their expectations, especially as he broke all those Jewish rules and regulations that they so highly prized. And before we dismiss them as terrible, I mean, there is a danger that we may become secretly rather self-righteous in thinking that because we do all the right things religiously, um, we're, we're doing well. But actually, when push comes to shove, all those rituals we do might make very little difference to our hearts and our attitudes and our prejudices. And as so often is the case, the people in power who make all the rules, they break all the rules because for some reason they don't think they apply to them. So we see that the chief priests, they use treachery to arrest Jesus by using Judas. There's illegality in trying Jesus. There's slander to falsely accuse Jesus before Pilate and then bribery to silence the truth about him. So as if they hadn't achieved enough by the crucifixion, they thought they would drive home their advantage, another nail in the coffin, so to speak. They wanted to erase all trace of Jesus and any legacy he may have had. And these priests, they remember Jesus' words about rising again And they act on them, not because they think they're true, but they break all those Sabbath regulations by seeing Pilate again to elicit maximum security for the tomb. They interpret Jesus' truth for deception because they thought body snatching by the disciples was the only possibility. So seeing is not always believing, despite all the evidence. But hardness of heart, you know, goes much deeper. It leads to spiritual blindness. Because we don't see things as they are. We see things 
as we are. We all come to the truth from our own perspective, whether we're ready to accept evidence of truth or whether for some reason we're blind to it and won't accept it. Well, let's look at the guards. So at dawn, the Easter Sunday, along with the women, the guards who'd been sent by Pilate, they all felt this earthquake and they'd all been terrified by the presence of the angel, dressed in intense lightning white. Even for brutalized and seasoned soldiers, all their training really couldn't prepare them for such a the surrealism of this moment. But let's be kind to some of these guards because like, maybe like the centurion, some had concluded that Jesus must be the son of God because of what they saw. Because it was only some of the guards who went back into the city to report back to the chief priests. So from the guards' point of view, they knew they had failed in their duty because the tomb was empty. The problem isn't that Jesus hadn't died, it was the fact there wasn't a body. So they were afraid that Pilate would discipline them or maybe they'd be executed for their failure. And the surprising thing is they must have been so relieved because instead of, um, instead of that, they were given a large sum of money by the chief priests to lie and peddle fake news even though it wasn't very convincing. I mean, such a lame excuse. How can, um, how can armed guards, A, be, on, um, be asleep on duty? How can someone get past them carrying a, um, a body? And I'm sorry, I just lost my um, place here. Yeah. And how would they know what had happened if they were all asleep? But the thing with fake news is you just deny everything and just point the finger elsewhere. So the religious authorities, having been so desperate to prevent Jesus' deception, they now become deceivers themselves in promoting this lie, even to the governor, Pilate, and then onto the Jewish community. And they believed it, um, even into the second century, there's um, evidence of them believing that. So we might ask, if God has all power and all authority, why did he allow this fake news to happen? Well, Jesus said that when he, ca he came for those who are sick, he came for his enemies. So he's not out to destroy them, but he's out to win them with his sacrificial love. So everyone, everyone has a choice, either to accept Jesus or to reject his offer of forgiveness and of eternal life. And in Luke 19, we hear that Jesus had compassion for the city of Jerusalem, and he wept over it, saying, if you had only known what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. So God allows people to make their own choices. So I wonder if there's someone here today who has yet to decide whether they believe in Jesus and whether they can consider the evidence and maybe talk to Christians 
um, whoever's brought you here, and just think about the truth of his claims. And that's what we're doing, isn't it, when um, we come for baptism. We are saying that we have died as Jesus did, and we, we, we go under the water, and then when we come back, we are resurrecting into new life, and this is what Jesus promises all of us. And also the good news is that God can take the most evil and despicable lies and further them for his purposes for good. So God uses the Jews' rejection to enable his good news to spread elsewhere. So it wasn't just in Jerusalem, but in the end, he used a Pharisee, Paul, who was converted by Jesus, to then spread, his, uh, spread the gospel to the, to the Gentiles, and it, it is continuing to spread, isn't it? And I'm so pleased that this church is supporting Aggie and Jesse Rowe, who are going to be going to Man Mongolia in, in the summer, and uh, just to spread the gospel in that place. So, the problem with fake news, the religious authorities, they chose to lie, they choose, chose to deceive, they chose to bribe, and their hatred of Jesus just led from one sin, one lie to another. And so you have this huge web of lies involving more and more people in this alternative truth. And that is just like the cover-up at the post office over the failure of the Horizon software, which ruined many people's lives before the truth was exposed. Just like Russian propaganda lies to its population and as does the church, sadly, that enables more destruction in Ukraine. But also Islam promotes its own fake news, for their traditional teaching says that God wouldn't allow the prophet Jesus to die that death. So either he was substituted by someone else, or he wasn't properly dead, but he later, he later revived. So I read that 87% of all Hindus, Muslims, and Buddhists have limited, if any, contact with any Christians. So who is going to tell them the truth, especially if more fake news is peddled, like Christianity is a Western religion, therefore it must be rejected because we don't like the West, because it's so liberal and decadent. I have to say that bit is true. But in our Western post-Christian culture, shout out whether you think these things are fake or true. I think our culture would say, this life is all there is. Is that true or fake? fake. But many people believe that. How about you can achieve your dreams if you try hard enough? It's fake. How about... You are in control of your own destiny. So there's a lot of fake news around today. And maybe even as Christians, we buy into this culture of fake news too. It's uh, consumerism and its sense of entitlement. But let's look at the women, because they were there just in our passage as well. The women. Disciples, they're so different. They are overjoyed, but in emotional turmoil. 
on their way to tell the disciples that Jesus has risen. They have met the risen Christ because things will never be the same. Jesus died but has come through death and is out the other side just as he said he would. And they were going to be witnesses to that truth as we are. But to be realistic, we, um, as we've tried to be with our series on unanswered prayer, the joy is mixed with trauma. But sometimes joy feels more profound in the context of sadness. What was thought was lost is now found. So they had witnessed Jesus' passion and his suffering and they felt the hostility and brutality of the religious leaders and the Roman occupying forces. So none of that had changed. The chief priests, the elders, they were still in charge of temple worship and the Roman soldiers were still maintaining order. And yet, they had witnessed something supernatural and they had met with the risen Jesus and their response was to worship him. So there's tra trauma and there is joy. So the war against death has been won, but there's still many battles um, that lie ahead. And we might find that in our lives too. You know, the hard things haven't been resolved and we may be traumatized by all manner of things. And in Brian Draper's Lent devotions, we which were really excellent, but we, we considered that life in life, we fly like a bird with two wings, and one is life's beauty, and then the other is life's pain. So we probably have family and friends who refuse to believe the Christian message. And some might get quite angry about it, actually. Uh, and others might not be very interested at all. Others um, might not think about God at all. Faith is not something that they'd want to talk about. But the good news is that, that although they might not think about God, God thinks about them all the time. He died for us all, and he wants us all to come to a knowledge of his truth. And friends of mine think that they aren't good enough and some think that they're fine without God. Others think that um, God wouldn't bother about them, they're too small. Others um, think they're in charge of their destiny and are absolutely fine. Others think uh, that God will just judge them. But it's all fake news. There is so much that gets in the way of the truth of Christ. So let's just take a moment to reflect. So resurrection is not just pie in the sky when we die. The resurrection changes everything because it says that Jesus has the power and the authority over death and is able to offer us eternal life as heirs with him. But do we really believe the good news or have we fallen for the fake news? Have we taken on board the individualism of our culture, that it's all about me and what suits my lifestyle and my choices? Well, let's spend a minute just, um, just in prayer.
Is there any fake news that we are struggling with that gets in our way of our relationship with Jesus? Maybe that we're not good enough or that God can't forgive everything we've done. Maybe that we're entitled to things and we've lost that sense of Jesus being our king rather than us at the center of our lives. So we pray, please, Holy Spirit, guide us into your truth. Increase our love for you, God. And give us a deeper understanding of who you are in Christ as children of God. And are there people in our lives that need to hear the truth about Jesus? And what fake news are they controlled by? Let's pray for courage and boldness to speak out against fake news in all its guises. And Lord, for those that don't know you, we pray that you will drop the scales from their eyes, take away their spiritual blindness so they might see you, the risen Lord. Amen. Amen.